Hi, my name is Aiden. Um, I'm Nate. <laughs> Should we start off with our names? No. Okay, okay. Take two. Hello, and welcome to On Air, an Ensemble Stars podcast. My name is Aiden. And I'm Nate. Welcome to the first <laughs> we <laughs> the first episode. The zeroth episode. Yeah. So this episode is for the purpose of uh, introducing you, the listener, to uh, what we're doing here and why, I guess. And, and it's, it's for you to find out um, if you feel like maybe this podcast is, is for you. If you like OnStars, this podcast is for you. It is for you. We're going to say shit you disagree with and like make you mad, but we're also the only people talking about OnStars. So you're going to listen. Yeah. <laughs> they, we are filling one of the most yawningly hungry niches in the history of podcasting. It is a little scary. OnStars fans are insane, but... Yeah, y'all, y'all better not be insane. But it, if you are, OnStars is probably right. the place <laughs> to be <laughs> the reason that you like OnStars. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, let's get right into it, I guess, uh, with... The question of what is Ensemble Stars, in case you're like my mom, uh, and you're listening to this, and you don't know what OnStars is. Cause, right, because either either you're listening to this because you know about OnStars, or you're like my mom. Um, so this is for Aiden's mom. OnStars yeah. is a Japanese idol game. It's like a, a gacha game. You collect cards, you tap on the screen. Uh, there's yeah. a rhythm version now. Right. So for the first, let's 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 do a little history lesson. Um, ha- Happy Elements is Happy Elements KK. I think it's called is an entertainment company that's. Um, I, I I believe it was it's it's headquartered in Beijing, and it was founded in two thousand nine. And um, they they stuck their foot into the door of the burgeoning idol game industry. And an idol game is basically a, a Japanese genre of mobile game which is about teenage uh, celebrities. And uh, they created a game called Ensemble Girls, which is about a school for female idols. And the essential purpose of playing the game was to tap a lot and really hard so that you could acquire uh, in-game currency with which to then gamble on uh, cute pictures of uh, idol girls or stories about them. Uh, the the uh, the guy who uh, was commissioned to write these stories was named Akira, or his pen name was Akira. Um, he he's a novelist, and um, they approached him after a couple of years about sort of expanding the ensemble franchise. And so they they decided what they would do was make a, a Jose oriented game, which is for uh, directed at adult women, and. Akira was felt kind of up the river about this because he was mostly used to writing shonen, and so he did his best to uh, to write a story with the characters and and the setting that he'd been given. Um, and I think that his I think that his shonen-y sort of tastes uh, and experiences kind of contributed to making OnStars what it is today, which is 
a really, really, really uh, interesting story. So, Armstars are originally launched in 2015 um, and has been ongoing since, um, only really growing in its success and reach. Um, and so... It, it, it's, it's always been kind of huge in Japan. It's only recently starting to get huge in the West, and it will only get bigger probably with the uh, English version that is now coming out. That's very exciting. Uh, lots of controversy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but exciting. Well, that's how it always is. <laughs> yeah. With OnStars. The thing about OnStars that's really interesting is that unlike most other idol games, um, it did not have any songs and it did not have any actual gameplay for like the first four years of its existence. I mean, there was rudimentary gameplay, but it was like just the most basic tapping uh, and, and there were like, there was one song per unit, which is insane for an idle game, mm. but on stars, not, not even for a while. Yeah. yeah. Not even they, they released them like incrementally over the first few years. And, um, but on stars attracted a huge fan base with its characters, which are all really unique and so richly drawn and their dynamics are also thoroughly explored mm -hmm. and it, it 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 became like one of the biggest idol games in japan like based solely off of that yeah so that's the merit of its of its narrative yeah so why don't we talk about like how we got into on stars okay okay um i get you go first because you got into it first um, so I got into OnStars in the summer of 2017. I had a friend who, uh, the year before, who had been into it, and so I knew of it vaguely. But one day I just kind of was, like, looking for something new to play and get into, and... And Subaru's yawning eyes <laughs> hypnotized you and lured you in. Uh, no, but I went on the wiki and i read some like oh the god basic, really <laughs> yeah some of the like basic basic stuff because we don't didn't wanna... have like anything on it mm, yeah quite yet and uh and i was like okay well the, it like sparked my interest and so i just kind of like slowly got into it over the next like month or so and by like august i was like playing every day wow and and you still do. I still play you're every on, day. You're on like your two thousandth login bonus or some shit. My login bonus, I don't even know because they got split up when when music came out. But my rank is almost two thousand. Um. Well, let's see. I was friends with Nate before he was into OnStars, um, and I w I became vaguely aware of it around the time he got into it. Um, but to me, it was just another idle game like Love Live. I, I, I felt like I had no interest in that sort of thing at all. Um, but Nate, the thing about Nate at that time and also kind of today is that he wasn't interested in talking about anything except OnStars. <laughs> and, you know, I'm an indulgent guy and I'll, I'll, I, I was down to talk to him about it. So, um, Nate, we, you know, we talked about it. I began to learn about it. Um, I also looked at the wiki. I tried to get into it by looking at the wiki. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to disparage the wiki. They've done a lot of great work. Um, but uh, back in 2017, the character descriptions were quite um, inaccurate. And 
did not suffice to make me feel like I would like OnStars very much, but... I had to, like, tell everybody, because I was trying to get everybody into OnStars. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to tell everybody I was trying to get on, like, you just have to, like, get into the community and, like, retranslations and stuff. Like, the wiki does not make any of the characters look good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what finally worked to get me into it was... Uh, Nate introduced me to one particular character, uh, Sumugi Alba, who uh, he hated, and I also instantly found very hateable. There was there was there was something, but there was some kind of spark, some magical. Yeah, no, what spark. you guys have is really special. Like I couldn't even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I instantly was thinking about Sumugi all the time, but like in a, but like in a sort of a horrified way, the way you look at a car crash. Yeah. It was like he was the main character of my brain. He's not necessarily the one I liked the most, but he was the one that was getting the most focus. And so we would talk and joke about Sumugi all the time, how he was like a Mormon, how his hair was like a, 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 a Gamzee wig that got stuck and he never got to, he never figured out how to take it off. Um, and uh, that, that was my gateway into OnStars. I made this Tumblr blog called, uh, I, I think it was Sumugi Fuckmail. Yeah, no, that was it. Uh, w- before I'd even read any OnStars stories, everything I knew about OnStars was basically like Tsumugi and like what little I sort of tangentially knew about Natsume. Um, and all of this was what Nate had told me. Yeah. <laughs> and I started making these like image macros um, about how Tsumugi was uh, some kind of uh, hell beast that shot blood from his eyes or like choked on a hot pocket and died or whatever. Yeah. That was so... There's still some like posts on there that are like so iconic. Yeah, yeah. They, they got some attention. It, I, I, you won't remember them if you weren't in the fandom in like 2018, but... Um, and and then from there, uh, I, f- I, I finally started actually reading some stories. Um, the characters that I figured out eventually that I really liked were knights. Um, I have, to this day, have mostly read knights' stories. The thing you need to understand about my relationship to OnStars is that I, like, don't ever like play the game or read it really i mostly just talk about it with nate who is the one who actually engages with the medium and so my perspective on it is um number one very filtered through nate's uh lens and number two also (laughs) extremely laser focused on the few characters that i sort of independently care about but like Um, that's like the best way to enjoy on stars is like just having like a couple characters you really really love and investing in them yeah yeah Anyway, OnStars was, like, the big focus of my life, like, during 2018, like, late 2018. That's when I played it the most. Um, I did collect a few cards I'm proud of. And I also uh, posted a lot of, like, funny uh, comics on my uh, art blog on Tumblr, Terraviti. You may have, you may have, you may have uh, seen the one where, where Leo uh, tries to get Shu to pass him some toilet paper. God, under the, don't under even bring that up. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah, I've engaged with OnStars a lot, like, artistically and sort of in my own mind, but um, sure. as, as an actual, as an actual like, piece of work, I'm kind of divorced from it. Mm-hmm. 
I guess this is a good time to transition into talking about um, our personal sort of opinions on on stars and its characters. Yeah, just like a like a very brief like one sentence opinion on like the characters. Yeah, so that you can there's so many <laughs> so that you can sort of know like whether we're going to be um hating on or 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 kissing on the characters that you care about. Either way it'll be fun, I promise. We're going to try not to be too biased with like who we do or don't talk about. We're going to cover basically everything. So, even if we don't have the same favorite characters as you, they're going to get their they're going to get their moments. Yeah, we're going to like go in depth on sort of our plan for the podcast um in a second, but just a little spoiler, we we are going to read every story and talk <laughs> about every story. Yeah, so or any that we can get our hands on. Right, basically. yeah, some of them are not accessible. Yeah. Um so, Trickstar, the first the first unit ever born. Yeah. <laughs> Canonically that's Ryusetai, but in the hearts of many that's Trickstar. <laughs> so um the general consensus consensus is that Trickstar is kind of boring, which is pretty much true, I think. Um Trickstar had, like, Subaru is, like, an interesting character, but, like, the journey that Trickstar goes on, it's just not, especially in comparison to, like, other units and other characters, kind of underwhelming. That's what I think. Yeah, Trickstar is lame. I could not give a shit about them. Their music sucks. Their videos <laughs> suck. Um, they're, they're uh, the only one of them that can sing is Mao. The only one of them that has a personality that I can tolerate is Mao. Um... And even then, like, I mostly only enjoy him when he's paired up with Ritsu. Um, Mao is probably also my favorite Trickstar character. Uh, I'm not a fan of Subaru. I really don't like Makoto. Hokuto's fine, like, especially, like, in Theater Club stuff. Like, he's he's fine. I like Hokuto in Theater Club. Um, so I guess Fine next. Oh, uh, wait, no. I just, I just do want to say, I do want to say... That particularly Subaru and Mak- Makoto, uh, Makoto, I, I, I despise them with a fiery passion. It does not reach nearly the, 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 the heights um, of my feelings for Tsumugi, which can't really accurately be described as hatred. It's more like he's a, a vile sort of pestilent boil growing on my arm that I can't remove with a knife. That's Tsumugi, but Subaru and Makoto are like people that I want to kill. Any okay next, um, Fine, you go first on this one. I love Fine. I have kind of a grudge against Yuzuru because I don't think he treats Tori right, which is a weird thing to say. But um, I I adore Tori. He's one of my very favorite characters. Uh, he great, the most interesting character in On Stars, probably categorically. You'll never run out of shit to say about he Um, yeah, and and Wataru too is also very interesting, very fun. I have I have some. I have some weird ideas about him. He's a weird, cool, uh, serial killer kind of clown guy. Yeah, I also like Fine. Definitely not as much as you, um, but Ichi's one of my favorite characters. Um, I always have a ton of shit to say about him. Wataru, I also find interesting um, and usually fun. Tori is fine. He can be, like, annoying. And Yuzuru is pretty boring. So he's not boring. He, his story just doesn't interest me. Overall, though, I, I like them. 
fine. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess undead. we'll do undead next. Oh, God. Okay. Undead is go. complex because <laughs> I really, really like Kaoru. Um, I think Koga's really cute. I really dislike Rei. Uh, Adonis does not get that much love from the series, so there's not a lot to say about him. But they're... As a unit, I don't find them all that like interesting or good. Yeah, I don't know what I could say about Adonis. I'm sorry that you're not more interesting, Adonis. You're cute. Um, Kaoru is funny. Ray is funny. That's like the best I can say. Okay, I like Kaoru. He's like sweet. He's also yeah, I he's mostly so cute. <laughs> I mostly enjoy him because he's funny though. Ray I singularly enjoy because he's funny. He's like an awful guy. He's like kind of an awful, ugly, stinky guy, but he's like funny. Koga bores me. I don't know. Okay, so I know you're gonna have so much to say about knights. <laughs> I will try to hold back. Um, let me just say, we are knights. We love horseplay. <laughs> Fighting all night. Dancing all day. Come on, knights. Let's be proud. Let's be gay. Let's be loud. He did recite all of that from memory. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's actually the lyrics to Voice of Sword. It's hard to tell, though, um, because they're spoken so quietly by me under the rest of the music. But if you listen, pay attention. So Knights is, like, obviously one of the better units as far as, like, character goes. Mm. Um, hmm. Every every character is interesting. They're all really interesting together. Uh, there's... I, I love how their stories intertwine. They, I, I mean, Knights is great. And yeah. I love every character in Knights. Ritsu and Arashi are, t- are, like, two of my top five favorite characters. Uh, no complaints. Yeah. Knights is the best. All their stories are the best. Nothing wrong with knights. I mean, there's stuff wrong with them. But <laughs> there's only, so much wrong with them. In, only in ways that are like interesting and fun and funny. Um, <clears throat> and I do not want, but need to marry Izumi Sena and divorce him. Uh, as is the natural proceedings. What about Ryusetai? So Ryusetai is kind of stupid. I don't like the Power Ranger thing. Like, as a unit, I don't like their gimmick. It does not appeal to me. But as characters, they're awesome. They're so cute. They're a family. They all go great together. Kanata is one of my very favorite characters. I love bitches who are, like, weird and kind of dumb and, like, kind of bitchy and cute. So, um, yeah, Ryusatai is is one of my favorite sets of characters for sure. As a unit! (laughs) I think they're really, really enjoyable as a unit. I like the Power Ranger thing. I think it's really cute. I liked Power Rangers growing up, so it's kind of nostalgic. Um, I think that their, like, character dynamics are, like, so precious. They're really just kind of, like, this, like, beacon of positivity and light in, like, this sea of, like, agony that is everybody else. Um, And so, like, their issues feel a lot more like down to earth and so i really like them i don't like any of the characters all that much independently i mostly prefer like reading about them when they are paired with other characters um so i feel like they might be a little lacking as far as like their own personal appeal but yeah as a unit i like them 
So, rabbits, uh, you go first. You go first about rabbits. Um, rabbits is interesting for me because Hajime is one of my favorite characters and Nazuna is one of my least favorite characters. And so, uh, but to me, they're like, uh, like Nazuna has, is like the heart of rabbits. And so that kind of like brings them down for me a little. Uh, their music's not that great, but they have a lot of really cute and wholesome moments. Uh, like I said, Hajime is one of my favorite characters. So I engage in a lot of rabbits content just cause he's in it. I find Mitsuru and Tomoya to be a little bit boring. Tomoya is good in theater club stuff, just like Hokuto, but uh, other than that, I just don't, don't care all that much. They're just not, they're not my unit, I guess. <laughs> hmm, yeah, I, I like rabbits a lot. M- Mitsuru is kind of boring, yeah, um, but Hajime and Nazuna I adore. I, I have... Um, a plushie of, of Nazana as a little uh, round ball. Uh, an omanju. Yeah, an omanju, yes. I have an omanju of Nazana, as you can see in the cover art. And I, you know, every night I, I cradle him close to my heart and uh, squish him around and tear him apart so all the beads come falling out. And then every morning <laughs> I carefully put all the beads back in and oh sew him back together. So that's the kind of... Yeah, so I love Nazana a lot. And after I marry and divorce Sena, I will marry Nazana and not divorce him. Hajime's cute. <laughs> so, Twink. Uh, I'm a big twin supporter. I'm always, like, vouching for them. I love them. I love their stories. I love their dynamic. Uh, I really, really love them, and I think they deserve, like, more attention from everybody. Yeah, I don't think about the twins that much, but, but Nate's love for them... Um has kind of rubbed off on me. Whenever I see them, I'm like, oh, it's Nate's boys. Uh, <laughs> Go, boys. Yeah, what's the mo- the big controversial moment coming up? But, like, who's the better twin? Yuta, duh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hinata is... I'm sorry. Hinata's, like, a great character, but he's, like, reminds me of, like, who I was in, like, fourth grade, and it sucks <laughs> to watch. Yuta's cute and chill. Um, I'm not going to say if I think one is better than the other. I used, to, I used to have a favorite, but I don't feel like I do anymore. You, can, you can't pick favorites between your own children. Yeah. Um, who, wait, well, who did your favorite used to be? Yuta. Oh, Yuta awesome. definitely used to be my favorite. But... Yeah, perfect. Perfect. And he still is. No, but... not, no now I'm making that to appreciator. Okay, so. Uh, Katsuki. Oh. <laughs> I like Kato. <laughs> <laughs> Kato is so inherently funny to me. Kato's pretty funny. <laughs> There's it. Just look at him. <laughs> um, I also like Kato. Um, I used to be like a really big Kato stan. Mm-hmm. Not so much anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm, more, I'm more neutral on him now. But I do like him. Um, I like Akatsuki. They're a fantastic unit. They work so well together. The music's fantastic. Oh, they have the second best music in all of OnStars. Um, and... I like each of them in, like, their own way. I don't like any of them particularly inside of the Akatsuki dynamic, though. Yeah, the Akatsuki dynamic is pretty boring. Kuro's awesome, obviously. Um, like, the most perfect on-size character is Kuro. We, yeah, like, like if you had to, like, choose one on-stars character to, like, actually know in real life, you have to pick Kuro. Um, Soma's... I don't know. Soma's boring except in the Aquarium Club. Um, 
Marine bio, you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Aquarium club. Like I said, wow. I don't read on stars. I just know about it with my psychic powers. Um, um, no, but I agree. Someone's definitely the best in marine bio. I love marine bio. I love clubs. I'm a big like club stan. I like yeah, circles clubs of are characters cute. that are um, clubs together. Yeah, we've we've already not crafts club because Tsumugi's there to sort of uh, spoil. But all the other clubs, I, I'm, I like every club. I think they're also cute. Just Tsumugi sort of tickling at Mika and Shu's neck all God, the time. That's craft club. Feels yeah, we've already mentioned all the characters, so I, I I want to establish that T Club is Nate's like favorite grouping of characters. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I like Kato wherever he is. He's always a fucking delight. Now, Valkyrie. Uh, Valkyrie, it's hard to say that Valkyrie is my favorite unit because I like one half of Valkyrie so much more intensely than the <laughs> other half, but I love that half of it so much that it elevates it. Um, so from the first day that I got into OnStars, she was my favorite character. This was I, back in like 2017 when Shu was very recently introduced and liking him was very passe. He, yeah, I he guess was so. a very unpopular character yeah. because his he, he was not very well fleshed out and he was very villainous. Um, but I loved that about him, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I just absolutely fell in love with him. I have never like been able to like any other OnStars character like nearly as much as him or any other fictional character or he's yeah he's literally like my favorite fictional character basically of all time um so my life has revolved around this guy for like five years and this, so this i can't pixel that's all you really need to know um i love mika too don't get me wrong um their dynamic is so good uh their characterization is great. Valkyrie obviously has the most superior music of all on Stars units. So yeah, they're really popular choice now, and I'm really glad that things turned around for them. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Valkyrie is great. Uh, um, they're probably my second favorite unit after Knights. Um, Shu, awesome guy. I used to hate him. I used to be part of the popular crowd of hating him. Now I guess I'm part of the popular crowd of loving him. Oh, damn. Well, anyway, uh, he's funny and kind of cute when you get down to it. Mika, I like less just because he's not quite so interesting. Um, but I also like Mika. Okay, next is Switch. Ah! What if... How do we even talk about Switch? I love Natsume. I love Sora. And therefore, I like Switch. The thing about Switch is that there's only one member that I ever think about, and it's not with fondness. It's not. So, I, I don't think I can say that I like them. Natsume and Sora are cute, but I, I don't like... I don't know. I don't, I don't care about them much. Mm. I think that they... I care about them as people, and I think that they should get the fuck out of there. Get away! Before he gets you! I think that's... Like, this... Don't kill me for saying this, but I really do think that Smoogie, like, enhances Switch's dynamic. I'm, like, glad he's there. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. I, even though I, on a deeply personal and spiritual level, I hate him. Um, I'm having but a hard time swallowing I'm a, this. I'm a big fan of Natsume. Uh, I used to be, like, really big odds. Oddballs P, but you gotta say eccentrics. That's what they're calling it now. Whatever, I'm <laughs> too old. Um, I'm not anymore. There, I 
have come to different conclusions about most of the characters. But I still really like Natsume and Sora, and I like Switch. I think they're cute. Um, Madara is his own know. unit, but he's also in Double Face, so maybe we should do those like, at the same time. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, well, and then I, we'll do Crazy B. I love... I love both... Uh, both... Mm, how, how do you pronounce Madara's solo unit? Is it Mama? Is it, is it Mom? Mom or ma'am. ma'am. I love ma'am because I love <laughs> I love Madara. He's one of the very best characters without a doubt. I'm always thinking about him with fondness and fear. And as he would want. Exactly. As yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm right I'm right in his claws. I'm right in his talons, right under his thumb, right in between his legs. Um everywhere Madara wants me to be, I'm there. And I also think that like the music style and the the aesthetic of Mom is really nice. Um, same with Double Face; it's really cool. I love the military uniforms because I'm like one of those like I'm like the first cis guy ever to like ensemble stars, and so obviously I'm into history. <laughs> and I like I like the the like sort of spy music. Um, it's uh, it's it's great. Kohaku is. You know, I haven't read, like, any of the stories released in the past two years since the new characters were introduced, so I don't know much about Kohaku, but Nate tells me that his dynamic with Madara is great, and who am I to uh, disbelieve that? Yeah, I really like Double Face. Uh, I like Madara. I think he's interesting. I like Kohaku. I think he's interesting. Um, I do think that Kohaku's been, like, getting, like, too much, like, attention, and it's almost to the detriment of his character lately. Um, but we'll be able to talk about like more about that later in years um i love madara's solo stuff i think his music is great uh double face music is a kind of a hit or miss for me um crazy b stippling sucks stippling, stippling sucks yes, <laughs> this is a stippling hate group wait we skipped eden no oh we'll get no we'll get to eden it's because we talked about madara and then Okay. We had to talk about Double Face and therefore Cluck. Okay. Okay. Also no, Crazy yeah. v. No, okay, we're transitioning. But we'll get there. We'll get to Eden. Don't worry. Rene, like, I... I don't get it, y'all. Why do y'all love him? I also don't get it. <laughs> He's awful. And not in a funny way. I just find, in an awful way. I do find him incredibly unpleasant. Um, and so I don't like him. Uh, Himaru whatever every like Himaru is like awful but like Rene is there so Himaru doesn't get to shine in his true level of awfulness because Rene is there just constantly trying to one-up himself in the game of being the worst human being ever uh Niki is uh deserves better uh and that's all I'm gonna say about him he's really weird but so is everyone I think he's kind of cute the more the more that I sort of sit with the knowledge that he exists the more I think he's kind of cute mm-hmm so overall, Crazy V, Crazy V has great music, but I Crazy just don't v. find them all that interesting. Uh, mm. I think that Rene, because like so much of them, like is about Kaku and his like shit is like so much more interesting when it's like involved with other stuff that isn't Crazy V. Yeah. So yeah, I just am not a big Crazy V fan. Um, you want to do Eden now? Yeah, I want to do Eden. Um... Eden, I have gone through <laughs> such a 
a transformative a trans- journey, yeah. a sort of a sort of uh, like a religious reawakening. What are they? You're a born again Eden lover. Yeah, I love Eden now. I did not for many years. I really did not like Eden, and that was because they had like one story. They had and- the main story, and that was it. And they felt kind of intrusive, and it was always mm. weird when they got attention. But now they're, like, part of the cast. Yeah, now that they get, like, equal focus and have had more, like, fleshed out, I really like them. I like all of them. I find all of them to be fun and interesting. Hyori is my favorite. He's the cutest. Uh, he's the funniest and most pleasant to read. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. That's my Eden thoughts. Hiori is the only one that I can really bring myself to actively like. For, for many years, my opinion on Eden was who gives a shit? And then Nate started liking them, and so I begrudgingly started um, experiencing them more. And yeah, he already is still the only one I like. The others are can be funny. Okay, so... Oh, and Eden's music is always fun. Eden's music, yeah. Um, Alkaloid. I'm a big Alkaloid fan. I didn't... I was very... When they, like, added all these new characters, I was pretty sus, like... I was super opposed to it. They, they 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 didn't integrate the new characters into the existing story very well at all. Yeah. When they introduced Valkyrie and Switch, they they, they, they slotted in perfectly. Um, but, but these new yeah, characters, like it's they're... taken so long for them to feel like they've developed real uh, red strings between themselves and the other characters. I think that just because there's, like, so much history between all the other characters, it was a lot harder to, like, integrate them into that. Whereas, like, when Switch and Valkyrie were introduced, like, OnStars had only been going for, like, a year or so. Sure. Um, but I really like Alkaloid. I think that they're really, really cute. They have such bangers. Uh, still waiting for... We was at the club. <laughs> um, still waiting for that Mayor Century event. Uh, where? Where is it? Um... But I really, really like them. Uh, Has it not happened yet? No. <laughs> That's so funny. Why are they abusing him? Why are they suppressing him? Yeah, two years. Uh, anyway, I really, really like them. And the more that I read their stories, the more that they get developed, and the more you know, content for them comes out, the more I like them. Yeah, my initial opinion on Alkaloid was, you gross, especially uh, Mayo and Tatsumi. Uh, I was like, who are these freaks? Uh, Hero was fine. Ira was cute. I actually always liked Ira. Um, I, I don't know. I like, I like cute ones. Um, but now, now I, I like them all more. In fact, I, I think I like Tatsumi the most now, Mm. which is funny because at first, um, I thought he was like sort of gearing up to to almost challenge Sumugi's spot as like number one sort of evil freak, mm-hmm. um, but no, it turns out Sumugi will always reign undefeated. Right, he because is as it as it goes on, he just gets worse. Is that so? Yeah. <laughs> uh, God, thinking about thinking about the switch valkyrie ss qualifying round event right oh yeah. God. The, the bizarre what? sort the of fuck? sexual abuse roller coaster <laughs> that sumugi put shu and mika through that, uh, he, that... he spent everything that he did to them in that story he spent every single day in crafts club just plotting yeah just plotting and plot and finally he got to execute his revenge every time shu said we're gonna cut Shut all up. this out <laughs> No, it's funny. It's valuable. 
So I guess that's like our basic opinion. We're not going over the fucking teachers. I'm no, sorry. No, we don't care about the teachers. You are we will never care about the into teachers. the teachers or gatekeeper or whatever. We don't care <laughs> until they're relevant to the stories that we're covering. We don't care. Mm. Um, <laughs> we might still have a hard time caring even when we're reading saga. I don't know. Um. So if you like, like, if you are like into the teachers, if you're into gatekeeper, if you're into like Hokuto's dad, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Oh, God, I can't remember either. It starts with an S. I don't know. I think so, too. Um, Mr. Hidaka, as we will respectfully call him. We're not really into that side of of the story. Um, Is it really? Can it really be considered a side of the story? No, I don't know. (laughs) Anzu. What about Anzu? Anzu is, like, not a character. Yeah. Sometimes I think about Anzu, and I think... I hope you're. I hope you're doing well out there. So, I guess now is the time to talk about our plan for this podcast and or why we decided to make. I wrote down why we decided to make it right with the podcast. What we really want is to have a way to talk about on stars, to um, cover things. Maybe we you know, had put off, like, reading or whatever. Right, yeah. Um, I, I would and, love to be, like, the guy who's read all the OnStars stories. Um, and because I feel like OnStars is just so special and unique. And no one ever talks about and it. And no one talks about it. But it's so good. It's, like, one of the greatest works of literary fictions currently being produced in I, my mind. No, I literally believe that. I sincerely I, feel that way as well. I genuinely just have so much love and passion for All Stars. I gotta talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just to bond with each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here's our plan for this podcast. Uh, here's here's what the sort of your experience as a listener. Uh, here, here's Here's your sneak peek into that. We will upload a new episode every Sunday, barring, I don't know, uh, meteor strikes or uh, some kind of Jurassic Park event. Um, we Each week, we will start by discussing uh, daily news and updates, not daily, weekly, uh, relevant news and updates about ensemble stars. Yeah, new cards, new stories, new scouts, whatever, whatever. Progress the the latest controversy about the fucking uh, English translations. Yeah, anything like that, just anything that like kind of happens in the fan base, we'll you know go over that briefly at the beginning of every episode, um, and then we'll get into discussing like the stories that we're gonna go over. We're gonna try to cover starting from the f- from the beginning. We're gonna um, go in release order. We decided. Yeah. For, so the very first. We're, we're, we're going to start next episode by covering the main story. The very first ever main story. Presumably the first shit that uh, Akira ever wrote for OnStars. We're going to read it and then talk about it. Um, and so we'll do that. We'll get through the stories. Every now and then we'll have like special episodes where we'll kind of like cover something like an offshoot of OnStars. Like the stage plays, the anime adaptation. You know, anything like that that we could, you know talk about we want to do like a sort of on stars history documentaries like we can talk about the history of the whole debacle about naru's pronouns on the wiki yeah we can talk about the uh, process of of how the uh english version of on stars music came about because that is a a harrowing saga to be sure yeah there's just so much interesting shit that's like happened in 
in the history of OnStars. And so we want to go over all that cool stuff. And then, uh, so, so start of the episode, news updates. Middle of the episode, we talk about whatever story we've read or whatever stage play we've watched or anime episodes or whatever. Um, and then at the end of the episode, we, we, we want kind of a fun... Uh, light segment um, after all the darkness that will surely come. Uh, so, so we'll respond to like a random sort of question about about OnStars or its characters. Uh, we'll accept suggestions, but we'll come up with stuff if not. Um, you know, just anything OnStars related that that's silly that mm-hmm. we can talk about. Um, you can submit suggestions for our um, final segment to our email which you can find on our twitter um but it would be on air podcast e-n-a yeah e-n-a-i-r podcast at gmail you know like on (laughs) as in as ensemble uh (laughs) um so you you know if, if you just really are dying to hear our opinion on which on stark's character's favorite fruit is grapes or whatever <laughs> fucking whatever then uh send it in there yeah so just to be clear um our plan uh for the near future is the next episode which we will release next sunday which is I'm not even gonna guess january 20 something um <laughs> we will talk about the uh first we will talk about the five chapters of the first main story as they are uh found uh in the app so is that everything I think that might be everything. Is there anything else that you want to like say before we move into our final segment? Not really, just that I'm really excited to get to talk about OnStars every week. Yeah, yeah, me too. Oh, me too. All right, well, here's here's the discourse prompt that I thought of for this week, which is which two OnStars characters are most likely to start a podcast together? Um... It's gotta be. It's gotta be. It's gotta be broadcast club, right? Well, shit. <laughs> okay, I didn't think about that. Is no, it, but who's in? Who's in broadcast club now? I mean, there's now. I don't know. I don't, I don't what, keep what up the with fuck, the new circles. What the fuck would Nazuna, Makoto, and and Shinobu start a podcast? What shared interests do they have besides broadcasting? I don't know. I. I but think- like. Okay. 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 It's just I feel like obviously they're most likely to do it because they like know. No, they'll about just they'll just shit. host the equipment and like guide whoever actually is making the podcast. Okay, okay I can see Shinobu making a one man podcast about ninjas. For <laughs> yeah, <sure. laughs> um, whatever. And just kind of broadcasting it from the radio room, like across the school, like while people are in classes and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely something he does. I feel like Nazana is like. Kind of the podcast type, like, God, you're going to hate me for this. I feel like Nazana's kind of like a Joe Rogan podcast type. <laughs> or like a Logan like Paul Like an H3H3 pod- H3 kind yeah. of. Just like gets people on and interviews them? Yeah. Are you suggesting specifically that Nazana has kind of a libertarian conservative style? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Okay, so Nazana does a libertarian conservative podcast. Just- God, it only makes me want him more. <laughs> No, but I'm serious. I think that that I think that's my answer. What about okay. you? Okay, I was gonna say I was gonna say I think that Ira and Hero would start a podcast about idols. 
That would be cute. I feel like Iroh would be like way more into it than Hero and he would just talk the whole time and everybody listening would be like, okay, so why's this other guy here? Right, God. Because yeah. we all know Iroh has like this huge, like huge like following on like Twitter where he like... For sure. I think it's Instagram for him. Oh, and you really think so? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's harder... He's a Twitter I guy? Like, I just feel like it's like harder to like get be, get into and be like in a community on Insta. You would be shocked. <laughs> no, I I mean, listen, I have been <laughs> on Instagram before, like, very actively, but I don't know. I guess I'm just a Twitter guy, and so it's, like, hard for, harder for me to, like, understand oh, how God. people get into shit on other platforms. I can't believe you just said I'm a Twitter guy into a <laughs> podcast microphone. Well, it's the truth. Nasty. It's I've, the dark truth. I've been posting on Twitter every day it's for, like, years tr- and years. Oh, oh, Ripley's Believe It or Not. <laughs> Someone sent this guy, like, a stinky award for bad decisions. Um, uh, so, is that, is that the end of our very first episode? Yeah, yeah, we're done. We made it. So, tune in next week. Oh, fuck, we need, like, a thing we say to say goodbye. Okay. I was gonna say, I was in the middle of it. (laughs) Say it, say it! Um, tune in next week where we'll discuss more OnStar shit and, uh, have a great day. Oh my god! <laughs> That's our thing? Well, we it's so uncatchy. We don't need, like, a thing. We have the on-air thing, title, Oh, uh, right, intro. now we're off-air. Okay. Off-sample off, stars. Off the- <laughs> That's what we say now. That's so bad. Mm-hmm. Um. Bye. <laughs>